your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. For the first time in 11 years, the European Central Bank has raised interest rates and apparently it won't be the end of it. It appears we're facing fresh hikes going into the new year. So with me in the studio this morning to chat about what this could mean for Limerick households and businesses is Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services. And you're welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Good. So the ECB, its reason for being apparently is to bring inflation in or around... 2%. As we know, in Ireland and across the European Union, it is miles over that right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And they're expecting that it'll come in at about the 8% in 2022. Um, But they're hoping to tame that back to 5.5% next year and then 2.3% in 2024. So it it does look like it's going to be short-lived. However, there is going to be short-term pain to uh, get that under control and how they tame inflation is by raising interest rates. So we have seen the first um, lot of them in July and September and they are now pricing in that another expected interest rate hike is coming in October and another one potentially in December as well. Now I remember when we were talking earlier in the year, all the experts, yourself included, were thinking we might see it go up in quarter point increases. It's not the case. They've gone up half a percent and then the most recent time, three quarters of one percent. So can we expect another hike in the next month or two and by how much? Yeah, so they meet every six weeks, the ECB. So the next meeting is kind of in the middle of October and we are they are pricing in between a half a percent and three quarters of a percent um, at that meeting and then potentially another uh, increase again in December or it could um, wean until the, the start of next year. But I suppose they do monitor and have to, to manage um, the, the growth and they do monitor the data. So it is a movable feast and they do have to uh, watch what happens in the Eurozone. And they are expecting, look, that there is a, a maybe a, a bit of a recession coming coming. So growth has certainly slowed. And with soaring energy prices and um, fuel, the fuel prices, and they, they're expecting even gas rationing across um, the Eurozone. So there is a lot to consider. So they will look at that in the context of if they keep adding too much to interest rates, they'll pull too much money out of the economy and that could make whatever recession is coming even worse. Yes, so they ha- it is a balancing act. So they do have to, to manage both. Um, but their their reason d'etre, I suppose, is that 2% goal that they want to achieve. Um, but they do have to manage that and, and balance with the economies as well across the Eurozone. Is part of this, I mean, are they trying to scare the lard out of us too by this, oh, we'll do this, oh, watch out, and, and, and maybe by natural savings take money out of the economy? Yeah, I suppose, look, and it's it's their tone as well, and I suppose even that's what what we kind of see when we, we see uh, Christine Lagarde talking. It's her tone, and that's how we know then what's kind of coming and what we expect. And I suppose maybe that does condition the markets, and it probably conditions people as well in terms of you're expecting another interest rate hike. So one, it's not too much of a surprise, but two, it mightn't be a is bad if if things kind of um, start to correct themselves because of we suppose we manage our behaviours then as a result. Okay, we're chatting to Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services. It feels like a lot of people who can have gone fixed in the last few months on their mortgages. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the banks even at the moment have a huge glut of applications. So they have really even slowed down in terms of their approvals and getting the loan offers out. And I suppose it's interesting that the banks have not yet passed on those interest rate increases in their variable, standard variable rates or their fixed rates. That is coming. And we expect that that, and I suppose they're all, the banks are, we, we feel like maybe the banks are waiting for the first one to move and then all follow suit. But they won't be able to wait too long. We expect in 
October, if there is another interest rate um, increase, that the banks will then raise both possibly their standard variable rates a little bit, but certainly their fixed rates as well, because the market is pricing in that interest rates are going to increase in the short term. So they're, they're like at the moment, it's cheaper to fix than to stay on a standard variable rate. And does the big dilemma for people about fixed remain tracker mortgages in the sense that they will automatically go up or down as the ECB does, but generally they've been good rates over the years, certainly in the last 10 years. Um, But if you go fixed you can't get the tracker back. That's that's. It depends on your actual contract with your bank, but I suppose trackers are gone, so the banks no longer offer them products, so they, when they win, do move you to a fixed rate, and it depends on what your contract says, but your contract will likely say that you move back on to the bank's um, variable rate, whatever that is, and with the trackers gone, it's likely to be the standard variable rate that you'll be moved back onto. So this is where someone like you comes into the equation in terms of looking at an individual case and people's advice, how long you've left on a tracker, you know, whether it could be valuable to you to hold on to it if you've got maybe, I don't know, 15, 16 years, but if you've only got five years, maybe you're as well off being going fixed now. Absolutely, yeah, because like there's really good competitive fixed rates out there for like four-year terms, seven-year terms, 10-year terms even. So it is really good to review your options with your broker and um, decide then. But even with some of the trackers, like some of the trackers, they, so it was 0% all along, had to be, be the ECB rate but they had been some have different margins so it does depend on your tracker so it does need to be reviewed with um, your broker. Now what about things like you know these uh, PCPs you can get for cars and you know you you buy it with this uh, product Mm -hmm. will that be affected by an interest rate hike? It could be, but I suppose a lot of those are the actual, um, the finance house there is the actual car company. So like Volkswagen Bank or Toyota. Um, so it's their own actual funds that they're using. So while they have a surplus of funds, they're using those funds to um, to lend out. But they will remain competitive, But uh, and they have been cheaper um, in, in some instances. So they, they will remain competitive, but they will also probably rise as with the cost of money rising. Mm. Now, um, this history lesson, I don't know, depends on your perspective as to whether you feel good or bad about this, but highest interest rates in Ireland, I think they were in the early 80s and they went what, between 16 and 20% or something like that, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah. tell me we're not going back Yeah, there. it'd be very um, hard to imagine that, but I, I don't think it's it, that's that's likely now. But I suppose we could be looking at, you know, the rates at the moment, 1.25, it could go up to 2 or 3% next year. So Right. Is there any silver lining, by the way, to raising interest rates? Because clearly anyone who's saved a few quid knows you're getting virtually nothing for it. Yeah, so I suppose that the only people that might benefit, though, so are those savers. So we, we will expect to see that uh, deposit rates will increase. Um, so I suppose savers will benefit. Mm. Uh, one other thing, Joanne, we are heading towards the national budget next week, brought in early this day next week. Um, what would you expect in it and do you think it might help listeners? Um, in terms of the um, the interest rates, there's not much that, that, that'll be in it for that, but I suppose look in terms of the um, the energy credit and what they're going to do for energy prices, um, that's that's going to be welcome and I suppose just helping those squeezed middle income earners and um, the, um, those kind of fuel and, and, and household costs for people, that'll mm. be the, the key. And finally, the most frustrating thing for small businesses listening, and indeed for you know people who intended to get out and about a bit more over the winter after the couple of winters of COVID, mm. is that they, they would have expected maybe a surge in business. Some of it might come, 
but some of it won't now. People are going to be watching the pennies, aren't they? Yeah, there is going to be a little bit more tightening. And I suppose even like, you know, businesses are, are, are under pressure. We've seen that with the um, fuel and energy prices and costs as well. So, um, yeah, absolutely. It, and everything, prices are rising. So people are tightening the belts a little bit. So. All right. Well, listen, great to see you in the studio. Thank you very much. Thanks for all the advice. And we'll be certainly chatting to you again across uh, the winter. I, I don't know if you'll be able to bring us much more good news, but we'll wait and see. You never know. Uh, Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services, based here in Limerick. Thank you so much. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nett.